come here in Genesis 30 and we are going to talk about the, the conflict in Jacob's house. And we begin here in Genesis as we've seen the gen, uh, this man Jacob has went to this Pandanara. This is the place that he is in Syria and he's outside Canaan. Here he went to his uncle's house. Here you have two daughters. His uncle has two daughters, Leah and Rachel. And Jacob thought he was going to marry Rachel, but now ended up uh, marrying Leah. And then he has to work for another seven years to get Rachel. But now he's now where he has to serve his uncle. You have a conflict in Jacob's house with two wives. Here is the two wives that God did not approve. Again, the polygamy in the Bible means that it's a historical record that happened. does not mean that God approved it. But you have circumstances that came and this man have two wives. One wife needs is to be fulfilled here. And here you see the envy. Envy becomes the coarse meal of the day in the home of Jacob. And here you have the conflict between these two wives and it's a constant friction. For one thing, Leah, she needed love and affection because she did not get it from her father and her husband and she is unloved. And here you have Rachel, the well-favored one and this is the woman that Jacob wanted. This is the woman she loved. But the problem is that she's barren. She has no children. You have also Laban, Jacob's uncle. He's smuggling Jacob. And now you have all these going on in a constant friction in this house. And you see Rachel here is saying to Jacob, he said, give me children or I'll die. And Rachel is here nagging Jacob. And in verse two, he says, and Jacob anger was kindled against Rachel and he said am I in God's stead who had withheld from thee the fruit of the womb now this is constant friction and nagging that was going on in the household of Jacob and Rachel begins to tell Jacob to give me children or I die and now Jacob he loves Rachel but now is getting frustrated with her and he said am I in God's stead who had withheld from you the fruit of the womb you have this woman that had everything but now she's now has no children desperation is now gonna set in intercourse that god does not want you know god wants one man and one woman uh in a household married but here now this 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 desperation is gonna set in because of rachel and she's gonna try to get uh, manufacture children here and then in here in verse five, verse 3 it says and she said behold my maid Bilhah go in unto her and she shall bear upon my knees that I may also have children by her and she gave him Bilhah her handmaid to wife and Jacob went in unto her and Bilhah conceived and bare Jacob a son and Rachel said God had judged me and had also heard my voice and had given me a son. Therefore, call she his name Dan. Now, again, this is a desperate woman here. And 
she now sends one of her handmaid, Bilha, to to give it to Jacob for wife. And he said, Go in unto her. In other words, not to know her, but again, go in. This is illegal sex again. And that she will bear children on, on her knees. You know, that she will dangle children on her knees. And when a wife couldn't bear a child, usually the the a concubine will be given. And in this case, she gave the concubine, well, her handmaid to Jacob. And Jacob went into her, again, this woman is Bilhah, and she conceived, and then she bare a son and called his name, again, by Rachel. Rachel called his name Dan, and she said that God had judged me and has seen my cause. And now she brings God into it. See, now she's becoming religion, just how, just like in these circumstances, they bring God in as God is the one that, you know, approve of this. But God was not approving of this. He says, God has judged me and has seen my cause. Judge me from whom? You see, this is envy. Judge me between me and my sister, Leah. Now this competition that was going on, these two were envying each other. You see, now she brings God into this equation. But this comes out of envy. And then he says in verse 7, he says, And Bilhah, Rachel's maid, conceived again and bare Jacob a second son. And Rachel said, With great, great wrestlings have I wrestled with my sister. And I have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali. See, she said, uh, with great wrestling, I have wrestled with my sister. And Bilhah conceived again and had a second son from her, Rachel's handmaid. And he says, with wrestling, I have wrestled with my sister and I have prevailed. You see, this is a constant war between two sisters. And this is no longer about Jacob. This is no longer about her not having a child this is just constantly about envy and he says you know naphtali was born out of this and envy first of all is evil and this is about competition that was trying to go in these two sisters they were trying to see who can outdo each other and then in verse 9 it says and leah saw that she left she had left barren see Leah now saw that she has left barren and she took Zilpha, her handmaid, and gave her Jacob to wife. You see, Leah saw that she cannot bear anymore. Why? Because she had Judah. This Judah was the, the line of Christ here. She could have been satisfied. And here again, this, but again, there's a competition going on with these two. And speaking of Judah, Christ is going to come out of the line of Judah. This is the line that Christ is going to come out of. You have Abraham, Isaac, then you have Jacob, and then you have Judah. Here, we are following the line of Christ, as I mentioned before. And then you have, in verse 10, it says, And Zilpha, Leah's maid, bare Jacob's a son. And Leah said, A troop cometh. And she called his name Dan. And Leah took Zilpha, her handmaid, and gave her to Jacob. And this really showed the character of Jacob here. He's not resisting. He's not standing on a moral ground. And he doesn't have an integrity to say 
this is wrong. I can stop this. But he just playing along with this. And here you have in verse 10, and he says here, and he bears son by Zilpha. And it says a troop comet, a troop comet, you know, called him called the name of Zilpha's son, Dan, excuse me, Gad. And now Gad, the word Gad in Hebrew means good fortune. And that's what he was. He said he's a fortune. He's a good fortune. That's what he means. And the constant awful fight between these two. And there's no peace in the house. But you have these children that are coming out of this constant friction. And then he says in verse 12, And Zilpha, Leah's maid, bear Jacob a second son. And Leah said, Happy am I, for the daughters will call me blessed. And she called his name Asher. And you have Leah's handmaid, Zilpha, bear another son called Asher. And he says, Happy of the daughters will call me blessed. And it's no longer about Jacob now. It's not talking about my husband will love me or, but now she's, you know, catering for and fighting for public image. Now people will call me blessed. And so many of us like that, we seek public image of people. And that's what she does. She's looking for public image. And see, they took the fight from the home. Now they took it outside outside the public now it says the daughters will call me bless incident and here you see leah accused rachel for taking her husband away from her and now you see rachel is now going to trade his husband for mandrakes to leah it says in verse 18 it says and leah said god had given me my hire because i have given my maiden to my husband and she called his name Issachar you see the name Issachar again means in Hebrew means recompense means reward she said God has given me my hire and she's still desiring to please her husband but now she said God has given me my hire I've hired my husband and called the name Issachar and then in verse 19 and Leah conceived again and bare Jacob the sixth son and Leah said, God had endured with me a good dowry. Now will my husband dwell with me because I have borne him six sons. And she called his name Zebulun. She said, God is giving me a good dowry. And then the word Zebulun, Zebulun means gift, you know, or also to dwell. That's what it means. And she said, now my husband will dwell with me. See, Jacob was not living with her. And Jacob was not staying with her and, you know, living with Rachel, you see, and she, because she was again unloved. And he says in verse 21, and afterwards she bare a daughter and called her name Dana. Now, Leah's daughter Dana is noted here, despite Jacob, other, Jacob having other daughters. And she is brought out here because there's a story behind Dana. And we're going to talk about Dana later on. And we're going to see her story later. And then in verse 22, it says, And God remembered Rachel. Now, God remembers Rachel now. And God hearkened to her and opened her womb. And she conceived and bare a son and said, God had taken my reproach. And she called his name Joseph and said, 
the Lord shall add to me another son. You can you see God now remembers Rachel. And Rachel, who couldn't bear children, is now uh, a mother. Now she, she gives birth to her son, Joseph. And God opened her womb and she said, God has taken away my reproach. Rachel now bears Joseph. And it's also, she said that the Lord will add me, will add another son to me. See, here we have Joseph now comes in. And then in verse 25, it says, And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away, that I may go unto my own place and to my country. Notice Jacob waited until Rachel finally conceived. Now, you know, Jacob did not want Joseph to stay there in the faraway country. And now he's asking to leave, you see. Because now this is a boy he always wanted. This is, a, this is a child that he always wanted. This is going to be his favorite son because now it comes from uh, Rachel. This, this child comes from Rachel. Now he wants to leave now. It says here in verse 26, he said, Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served thee. Now he goes up to Laban. He says, Give me my wives and my, my children for whom I have served thee serve thee and let me go for thou knowest my service which i have done unto thee and jacob he came to his tricky uncle and he said give me my wives and my children of whom i have labored and i have served you apparently laban was holding them in labor you see through labor he was holding his children and his children was also working for him but jacob's children was also working for him and they were laboring for this uncle in the in the field and now he says in verse 27 and laban said unto him i pray thee if i have found favor in thy eyes tarry for i have learned by experience that the lord had blessed me for thy sake he says the laban said the lord i have learned the lord has you know blessed me for thy sake you know in other words i have learned that by Jacob being around, you know, he was prospering. By the presence of Jacob, Laban was prospering, you know, just like Abimelech. You know, notice Isaac. You notice Isaac and say that God is with you. Same thing, Abimelech noticed Abraham and said that God is with you. Jacob's presence was helpful to Laban. And because the Lord had blessed Jacob, and he was carrying the blessing of Abraham. You know, same was he's gonna have he's gonna see that in Joseph's life when he went down to Egypt. He carried the blessings of Abraham with him. You know, he said that Joseph was prosperous. But we're gonna see that later on. But here you have Jacob, Joseph's father. Now he's carrying this blessing of Abraham, and everywhere he goes, he's prosperous and he's prospering. This man Laban, and here, but this man Laban is a greedy man, and he's holding Jacob and his family hostage here at this point. And then in verse twenty-eight, and he and he said, "Appoint me thy wages, and I will give it." See, he said, "Tell me your wages." See, Laban said that before, and now Joseph, uh, Jacob, is not buying it. 
and he knows that any deal he's going to make with Laban, that he's not, you know, Laban is going to get the upper hand. He has now wised up, and now he's telling, know, I'm not going to fall for your tricks anymore. And in verse 29, and he said to him, Thou knowest that I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. See, you know how I served you. And Jacob did really serve this man Laban. And he made it clear how he served him. Also, in, if you read in Genesis 31, verses 6, later on in the chapter, you know, J Joseph said, You know that I have served with you all my power. I have served you and your father. I have served you with all my power. Also, in Je uh, Genesis 31, verses 38 to 40, it says, These 20 years have I been with you, thy ewes and thy she goats have I not cast their young, and the rams of thy flock. Have I not eaten? That which was torn of beast I brought not unto thee. I bear the loss of it. Of my hand did thou require it, whether stolen by the day or stolen by the night. Thus I was in the day drought, consumed me, and frost by night, and sleep departed from my eyes. See, Jacob, get, he gave his best years to a wicked man. He gave his best years to a wicked man, you know, because he fled and left Canaan. And the judgment of his deception of Esau now fell upon him. See, this man is was supposed to be blessed in Canaan, but now this report that he just read, you know, I just read in Genesis 31 verses 38 to 40 is what his judgment was and for for his deception but here moving on in genesis chapter 30 verse 30 it says for it was little which thou hast before i came and now increased unto a multitude and the lord had blessed thee since my coming and now when shall i provide for my own house you see you know jacob said you had a little before i came and now look, you have more, you have multitude. The Lord had blessed you because of my coming. And again, the Abrahamic blessing was with Jacob. And in Jacob's presence, and it prospered Laban. And you know, Jacob now is saying to Laban, you know, when can I provide my own household? And it's time for my uh it's time for Jacob to leave the place now. You know, he had two wives, he had twelve sons, and he have a daughter to feed. If thou will do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. I will pass through all the flock today, removing from tents all the speckle and spotted cattle, and all the brown cattle among the sheep, and the spotted and the speckle among the goats. And of such shall be my hire. And then verse 33 it says, So shall my righteousness answer for me in the time to come when it shall come for my hire before thy face. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I will, it might be according to thy word. And in other words, you know, Laban is saying to Jacob, he said, what shall I give you? And, you know, Jacob, said do not give me anything if only you would 
you know, let me go. And I will in turn take care of take care of flock again. Again, in verse 32, it says, you know, I will take care of the spotted cattle and goats and the half breed. You know, you take care of the uh, pure ones that will be settled, that we can do this and we'll be settled and we call it even and it will be my compensation. And Laban said, you know, let it be according to your word. So in verse 35, it says, and he removed that day the he goats that were ring raked and spotted and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted and everyone that has some white in it and all the brown among the sheep and he gave them into the hand of his sons and he set three days journey between himself and Jacob and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock this uh, here he removed the cattle and the he goats and that ring rake spots and the she goats and that were spotted and speckled and gave them to his sons okay Jacob's sons and then he said three days journey excuse me Jacob's sons and he said three days journey between him himself and 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 Laban's and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks and then he says in verse 37 and Jacob took him rods of green polar popular and the hazel and chestnut trees and piled white rakes in them and made the white appear which was in the rods and here you see Jacob's tricks again you know this is an old way of tricky way of Jacob and he has never learned you know he took rods of green uh, poplar and then of hazel and chestnut tree and then piled the white uh, streaks in them and made them white appear and which was in the rods it says and he set the rods which he had piled before the flocks in the gutters in the watery throats when the flocks came to drink that they should conceive when they came to drink and the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle ring rake speckle and spotted apparently this makes the cattle to conceive and when they came to to drink and they conceive and brought forth cattle you know ring rake speckle and spotted and then here he says in verse 40 and jacob did separate the lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the ring rake and all the brown in the flock of labor and he put his own flocks by themselves and put them onto and put them not onto laban's cattle and here jacob separated the lambs and set their faces of the flocks towards the ring rake and all the brown in the flock of laban and then he put his own flock by themselves and put them not in the uh with with put them not in the cattle of Laban. and then in verse 41 it says and it came to pass when soever the stronger cattle did conceive that jacob laid the rocks before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters that they might conceive among the rods but when the cattle were feeble he put them not in so the feebler were laban's and the strong were jacob's uh, and the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and maid servants and men servants 
and camels and asses. And so basically he switched everything and he put the stronger ones in his own and then the weak ones at labor. And this was, again, this was Jacob's tricks. He's a master of deception and he still has not learned his lesson after 20 years. And in verse 43, it says that the man, Jacob, increased, increased much more and had much cattle and maid servants and men servants and camel and asses. So this is what this man is going to do and he's also going this by his by his own way tricks using his own tricks again to deliver himself out of trouble but god is going to deal with this man and we're going to continue on and we're going to see when god gets his hold of him what happened so until then precious saints god bless